Welcome to Strange Lunch, you heard? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Strange Lunch, a podcast which I like to seep or use that strange aspect. What I like about the name of Strange Lunch is it rises curiosity. It means strange is just unfamiliar. You know, it provokes curiosity. I think that that's like my Zen phrase for this podcast. You know, it's a play of naked lunch where everybody sees what's on the end of the frozen moment where everybody sees what's on the end of everybody's fork. A moment of truth, kind of. You know, that's William S. Burroughs. And I mix it with the word strange to concoct this word, which is like, it's going to be that truth, but let's approach it from the point of view of some of, of novelty. And I think that that is the correct way of approaching the world through my study of Zen. And I wouldn't say that I have a deep study of Zen, but I just think that the phrase itself embodies the Zen mind, a beginner's mind, you know, uh, Zen practitioners will tell you that every time is your first time, you know, so that's what's on, that's, that, that literally came out on the first minute, like, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this for a second, I would, I wouldn't say that I 100% know what we're going to get into on this episode, but I have a couple guidelines, I want to recap the week, um, as you can, as you guys know, as you follow my Instagram page, I'm darting about large spans of subjects. You know, I'm talking about spirituality. Someone's at the door. Give me a second. What's up, Jordan? I'm in the middle of my podcast. Pound, no, you I'm, not, I'm just not stopping it because I started the podcast with a very good intro. If you want, you can pull up next to me. Gavi's sleeping. So I'm here with my cousin, Jonah. What's up, guys? Ex-Marine. Not ex-Marine. Is it ex-Marine? Would you be Once a Marine, it? always a Marine, baby. Once a Marine, always a Marine. This just happened. This just happens like, boom. This was not planned. I didn't even plan on having a guest today, but now we have a guest. This is inside the cult. You were not supposed to know that. <laughs> okay, so I'm just chilling here with Jonah. Jonah, say hi to the people. People, hello. So this is my um, my cousin. We live in the same building, so he visits, and it's kind of cool because it's like, it, for me in my life, I'm guessing it happens in reverse whenever I go upstairs on the rare occasions. But like, it's kind of like a sitcom when you're when, when the the person comes, comes through, because it comes through. You know what I'm saying? Kimmy from from uh, Full House or like Urkel from the movie. These are bad examples because the neighbor's always annoying. Yeah. But you're... I know what you mean. Yeah. Even though you kind of have a little of the tendencies. He's the reason why all my gaming systems broke. <laughs> it's all love. It's all love anyway. I'm just kidding. Not kidding. That's the truth. But That is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth, but it's not anything. So anyway, as I was saying, um, I know throughout the whole week, I span many 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 subjects from spirituality to touching base with politics i don't really like touching base too much with politics um talking about 
commitment on Thursdays. We talk about um, unpopular uh, uh, unpopular opinions on Wednesdays. And then my music. So you already know I have all these things going on. So I just want to like do an overview, I guess, of this week. So starting last week on Saturday, we, Kellen and I went to a Google open house because Google's doing like these online entrepreneurship classes, all free. They do it um, Monday through Friday, I think. And you can sign up and go there and they will teach you how to use their online tools to improve your online marketing and online business, all, all the things. I don't have the paper with me, but what I do have to show people on the video version, you can listen, but if you watch the video version on YouTube, what I have is Google Cardboard. And what this cardboard box is, it's not your average cardboard box. It is virtual reality goggles that you use for your phone. So I guess you kind of do this, you flip it around. Boom. All right, so what you do is you put your phone right here, you flip it up, and then you have virtual reality goggles. And um, they even have a button here for some things. The limitations on this is that, you know, you can't walk around in the virtual reality world, but it's really good to when you do have a virtual reality world that you can check out, you can like look around and do some kind of like trigger points with this. If you want to check that out. No, I was, yeah. using, I was using it yesterday. Oh yeah? yeah. Did you use it on your phone? No, I didn't. Yeah. It was, it was trippy. I was like. It's, it's a little weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get dizzy? I hurt my eyes. It hurt your eyes? Yeah. I was like. Maybe because you put the the phone the wrong way, maybe. Nah, it was just yeah. We put up a video and it had two different like views, so. So he probably put it wrong because I think you also have to. Nah, because it. it was it was like a split, and then it was just like two different things. That. It was like. It, it wasn't a whole picture. Nah, it was like it if you did this, you see something out like a different. So he probably like, put angle, it wrong. And it was like, it was bad. I was like, what am I looking at? Yeah, yeah. He put it wrong. Because like, like it's supposed to be one whole picture. It it was, but. Is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I can imagine you can use this for porno. I wouldn't say to use it for porno. I was just about to say that. But um, I think this works. It's compatible with Pornhub. I'm supposing. And I'm a boy. He put me on to that one time. Oh. He said, "Yo, virtual reality porn." And I was just like, I was right here. Yo, I you was were... beaten. I was beat. I was like, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> But what's really weird is you look down and that's somebody else's yeah. dick. <laughs> it's, Whoa, that's not my dick. Whoa, my dick is... I'm, I'm white. <laughs> my dick is what? Why is it so I'm pink? Like, I'm white. <laughs> I guess you're going to have to like make the same movie with different dicks or whatever. Like, yeah, until I find mine. That's really weird. Or just become a porn star myself. Unless you want to live like a life where like you have a different type of dick. <sighs> like I'll be weird. Like, I'll be damned. Like, damn, like I would love to... Have sex with a short and curly, <laughs> like a short and curly bush. Oh. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm sure that there's more capabilities than porno, but usually with technology, it gets driven by pornography. Like the internet was driven by pornography. Porn was like the number one thing that was being sold on the internet at the beginning. Like the motherfuckers, they, Porn is taking over the world. they have spearheaded technological revolutions. I've seen, to be honest, I've seen women pleasure 
technology that has gone just unimaginable lengths on Twitter. Because, like, you know, on Twitter, they're extra frecos and frecas. Nah, yo. So, it'd be, yo. It'd be, it, it, that's, like I said, it's nah, Twitter. But, yo. but anyway, so, what I'm talking about is that there's this, like, this new, like, dildo for women that is, like, it's not a dildo. It's, like, a suction cup, and it has a little tongue. And it has a fake tongue. And the fake tongue does different movements, and it vibrates. And it's just, like, and then the suction thing sucks too. How I'm do you like, compete with that? I was like, oh my god, that shit's so wild. Nah, you don't compete. You don't compete. You incorporate, and that's it. You just accept that this yeah, is something cool. Like, to, I'm just but, gonna like, use this into my game. To, yeah, you just incorporate it. Like, fuck it. Yeah, like, I was gonna actually buy a vibrator for the next time I fuck. Do do I, do as the Greeks did. This is going up online. Ladies, I'm experimenting. <laughs> So I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm. I'm. I'm all for no, it. No. No. Not for myself. By, by the way. By, by two. Not for myself. Even, even if it was for yourself, it'd nah, be all right. Nah, nah, nah. Listen, it would be acceptable. I'm it not. I'm, acceptable, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what the case is for you. But it's like if you want to experiment, you do what you do what thou wilt. You know, like just for anybody. Do you feel that way about anybody else? Like, hey, like if you want to experiment, that's all you, right? Everybody oh, has yeah, yeah, exactly. You, so you. so that's the perception for you too. Where it's like whatever you want to do is actually okay. Just, Which is not I, I just it's, I just it's not necessarily for me to tell you. It's more like I want to show other people that it's like it literally everybody literally thinks that way about each other, but we never feel like people think like that about us. Is that weird? Like I just wanted to show that. Whereas like we go oh no no not for me not for me not for me. But then you realize like everybody is literally going. <laughs> to everybody else, yeah. except for you, are the one that judges yourself the harshest. That was like, yeah, unless it's somebody else. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's weird, strange. So, uh, geez, uh, ladies, I'm experimenting. So he's experimenting with himself. Not, not with myself. <laughs> uh, what's up? Other females. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, like I was saying, so I went to uh, Google and they had this. What was really cool about the Google Open House? It was, it was actually geared towards kids mostly. This was in the kids section. Um, you could anybody could have picked it up. They had a stack, and um, they had it in the kids sections, and they had the kids decorate it and personalize it, and then they had a bunch of like kids games and like a lot of interactive things for children, but. What that's telling me is, is that we're preparing the next generation for the next wave of what's going to happen. You know, with um, 5G, you know, we have 4G technology right now for our internet. And that lets us do the little bit of things that we do now. 5G is trying to enable this right here. The 5G is trying, they're trying to bring this to life. The virtual reality, augmented reality experiences. Things that like you walk into a store and all of a sudden you got holograms and things like of that nature. Like they're trying to bring that reality about. So they're, you know, the fact that you go to an open house and they're not marketing it to kids. They just saying come through. They have a lot of kids technology to show you it at its simplest, basic beginner's mind learning like way. They have classes for adults, but just the open house was to show like the kid part. Mm. Yeah. Today. Mm hmm. Today was 
interesting day. Today was an interesting day for you? Yeah. You want to speak about it? Yeah, I was just, You ever heard of... I forgot her name. It's like Brene. You ever heard of it? It's like Brene something. I forget her name. I just saw... Her name? Yeah, it's on Netflix. She was talking about like vulnerability. Vulnerability. Yeah, and how that and courage is one and the same. One and the same? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you being vulnerable encourages other people being it's, vulnerable? It's, no, it's like... That's the same thing. There, there's, there's no... They're not opposite from the spectrum, as I saw. Well, what's not opposite of the spectrum? Vulnerability and courage. Encourage. Yeah. Vulnerability and courage. Yeah. Like, you want to speak more about it? I was pretty interesting. I was just like... Because I'm in a point in my life, I'm like... I'm just going to have to jump eventually. Leaps of faith. Yeah, type shit, basically. Leaps of faith. I, I, I've been talking a lot about faith lately on my platform, too. Because, mm -hmm. I, I, like, you know, going to church, I, I told you I, I went there one time in the last two weeks. But it was, it was, it was really important because I didn't stop the research. I was, I was learning about the Inquisition. I was learning about a guy named Thomas Aquinas, a, f a philosopher that kind of opened the doors for Christianity to accept point of views that is not of the faith mm -hmm. because he believed that faith and reason shouldn't be one or the other. Like people who do not have faith or do not have the same faith as Christians can also have reason, which is God given to all human beings and they are able to contribute things. So it kind of opened up a lane for pagans and, and atheists to kind of give that little more wriggle room Moving forward, he's known as the patron saint of teaching, and I thought that was really cool. So, yeah, faith. And you're going to have to have a leap of faith. And, uh, you know, I mean, you have examples of leaps of faith that you've taken in your life, you know, deciding to go in one direction. I think all of life is a constant test of faith. Yeah. You know, like, am I going to be okay? You know, and I think that's the, and that's courage and vulnerability happening at the same time. You know, like, I'm going to go forward, courage, am I going to be okay, vulnerability? Yeah. You know? It's like, like uh, wow. Fuck it, do it. Yeah. So, that's my mindset for right now. Well, what was the name of the Netflix show? It's, uh, it's called, her name is Brene. Brene? B-R-E-N. And it has is, a, is it a documentary? The e with the no, it's like I thought it was a stand-up uh, show. It was kind of <laughs> is, yeah. But she just talks about like her profession. She she studied like shame, shame, vulnerability, joy, um, emotional intelligence type things. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah, yeah, shame, joy, yeah, and like. That's something big that I do too, where it's just like, I study words, because it's like, your idea of words, like what your idea of love is, evolves over time. You have a kind of a cookie cutter way, or the way that you learned when you were young, mm -hmm. but that software, words are kind of like software, right? Like if, you're the hard, like if you're the hardware, like a computer, like if you are the physical thing, your software is your mind and your ideas so the way i see it is like things like love joy courage faith these words are not supposed to be something that you go oh i understand let me keep moving forward it's a journey of, of learning these concepts and evolving what that idea means to you you know because like 
our first sense of love is what our parents taught us. And this is like a, a therapeutic kind of concept too, where it's just like eventually you have to kind of like, if maybe if you, like a lot of people get miseducated in their in, in that love part, because maybe they have, you know, a less than ideal family situations, you know, you have to unlearn that. And you have to continue to build on your philosophy of love or, you know, like what... Kind of like Jay-Z. How so? He, he talks on like... Um, how he like came up and then like showing love was not like... You, you had to be tough, basically. Oh, yeah. right. He was like... He always talks on that. He always speaks on that. And, yeah. And like... Vulnerability. Because, you know, that's fear. Having to be tough, mm. that's fear. That's fear-based stuff. Yeah, now that he has, like, children, he, he says it in one of his raps, he goes, like, um, he said, you got, a, got, you got a daughter now, you got to get softer. So, like, I was like, oh, shit. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you need to, like, be able to communicate better. Yeah. Softness, you know? Mm -hmm. Being... See, like, I was having a conversation. I wouldn't say a conversation, but, like, the conversation was brought up. Because I do on Wednesdays unpopular opinions, you know? I shoot off on the mouth and I just say things that, like, all right, maybe it'll come off as, as wrong. I'm going to try and shape it as best I can with the best reason that I can do at this moment on my Instagram story. And then I'm going to put, I'm going to give people the option to comment on it, to give their own unpopular opinion on the subject. So one came up on political correctness. And the person was like, okay, political correctness is about just not being rude to people. You know, it's about like, yo, like respect, respect the person you're talking to. Like try to deliver the information as best you can, you know? And from that pushback, cause I'm a, like, I'm against political correctness. Yeah, it, like, it could be like, used like euphemism. Like, like to me, political correctness cannot be law. We cannot have a law on political correctness. We need to people to express themselves freely. But I think you need to be able to do whatever you want with your language. Like, as a rule of thumb, like, like you should be as, like, respectful and as intelligent and articulate as you can. But that should not be the expectation like however you want to express yourself you express yourself and we I, we could take it from there you know like we're gonna have to figure out like how we're gonna work with one another or not mm -hmm. you know from there because like i cannot tell you because you're at your own you are in your own path of life you know and i know and i understand that there's like a lot of danger and stuff like that people are afraid of that kind of stuff but un like suppressing people's Suppressing people, period, is like, and that's the hard part. Like suppressing people, like forcing them to be politically correct, isn't gonna help because we need to reason everything out. You know, we need we need to meet everybody where they are. Um, there's this um, I don't know who the philosopher was, but it's just like he was like, do not fight people because of the way they are. Treat them like it's a like they're facts. Where it's like, okay, I'm not going to try and change you. I'm going to just treat you like you are a fact of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you give me is what That's I have what to work with. Yeah. Like, like, I can't do anything else about it. I cannot force a perspective on you. And I have to respect those bounds. And I just treat you as a fact. And if, like, there's certain things I cannot do, I need to move um, in a different path. You know? I Like, I cannot 
but I cannot change you from the inside out. We can have conversations. If we have rapport, mm -hmm. if we have trust and rapport with one another, even though if we like disagree, um, we can and we can still have conversations, you know? And then maybe that influence not to change your mind, maybe my mind changes, or maybe we start to agree on other things and ex life experiences happen, you know? And that's that kind of, so trust and rapport is really important. That's what this book is about. And I think that it's like, and I, every video I'm always throwing it up, never split the difference, negotiating as if your life depended on it. It's written by a former FBI hostage negotiator. This is, this is what it says here. A former FBI nego hostage negotiators field testing tools for talking anyone into or into or out of just about anything. But that's not what I got only out of the book. What I got out of the book is like empathy, like treating people like don't judge people just because they think a certain way different. Like if you're trying to do deals and you're trying to like move things along, you have to accept certain things about people and you have to meet them where they are. You cannot, you know, that, that that's what kills deals. It's just really, really good. There's something called tactical empathy where, you know, tactical like you're doing it as a as a method, but you deploy empathy. You you make it about what people need, you know. Some people just need to be heard, and then all of a sudden the fucking the whole deal goes through because all they wanted to do was talk to somebody, mm -hmm. you know, or you or they just wanted to be listened to. The, the, an example that he uses in the book is that this woman who what she does for a living is she call, cold calls people to in, to um donate for like their museum, right? So she reached, she she cold called this old lady who's a billionaire or whatever millionaire, and she's trying to get her to donate, and she deployed the stuff that goes on in this book, and she just listened to her, and what she was able to find out is that she's not, she doesn't want to don't she doesn't she's she has reservations about donating not because she doesn't want to donate, what she was able to find out is that oh, she doesn't want her money to be spent in a stupid way, you know, rich people, that's the psychology of rich people. I've worked so hard, mo not everybody, but most people, I've worked so hard to earn this money, you know, that like, if I give it to you, I want you to be effective with this. Like, I don't want it to go to a stupid cause, mm -hmm. you know? So what she was able to do is assure her, like, listen, the money you're going to give me, I'm going to make sure that it's, 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 it's going the right place and we're going to do the right thing for it. She goes, oh, finally, somebody hears me, mm -hmm. you know, and then, and then she, exactly. And that's comes from listening, not, you know, and they have a really cool part of the book where it's like the different types of no's, you know, like no doesn't only mean no, no means yes, no means no in certain situations, mm -hmm. but no, but to translate no, it's like, no, you're making me uncomfortable. No, not right now. Uh, no, I need more information. No, I need to ask somebody else. You know, these are this is the matrix of mm -hmm. no. And you, as a negotiator, you want people to say no to you instead of yes. Because after you say no, that's when you can start to figure out why. Mm -hmm. You know? And that reflection is really important. So, yeah. Uh, courage, faith, empathy... Developing your life philosophy. I don't know, man. That's a really cool thing. I really want to know what uh, the name of the Netflix show is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a look at it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll pull it up later. Mm -hmm. um, 
I feel like I touched on a lot of things already. And it's already been 20 minutes. I only, I only do like 30 minutes. Marcus Garvey. He said something really awesome. And this is what's really awesome about people of faith. Like, he's a person of faith. And like, to he, like, to he, because he says something that comes from like Thomas Aquinas almost. Where he kind of like, at the time, you know, he was speaking on the division of, of black people in the United States. And he was basically saying like, yo, we need to tap into our intelligence, our God-given intelligence. Every race, every race of person has a, a like a confidence in themselves. And, and it's, it was a video on knowledge of self. You know, they know themselves. And to know yourself is to know that literally any other human that I see, we all have that same capacity to reason, figure things out, use our strengths. To, to things and also understand our ability to understand is crazy that's like our super superpower you know animals kind of understand but our ability to understand is like in this book called mastery by um by uh, robert green he starts off the book talking about our ability to sit down with something and stare at it for so long that we we start to just understand more things and that's what like our free time has created and that's like i have mad books talking about this shit but like we have been we've we have this power to understand with by spending more time on a question longer than any other animal we have a large attention span if we cho choose to use it we've been able to like oh man i don't even know where to start because now i have to tell a story like when industrialization happened people came to the cities they were working and then they had free time and they they were they were agriculturalists so they were used to being on the farm and just going up doing things there. When they came to the city, they started drinking and doing like Became drinking. A totally different person. Yeah, different type of people because we kind of disconnected from what's natural to live in these cities. And it's a it's a book about free time where it's like we've literally used our free time and we needed to develop things to fill that free time because the human mind is always busy and we just and we actually are healthier in nature because we could just stare at it and learn. We could stare at nature for hours and just learn more and more. We could watch a bird for mad hours and we'll learn the nature of a bird, mm -hmm. you know? But like in the city, we kind of, we don't have that. So we need our television screens. We need to interact with one another. We need to drink to numb the boredom. Mm -hmm. And um, it's called Cognitive Surplus. That's the name of the book. I'm going to go look it up and now I'm going to touch on it, talk about it in another episode. So in Mastery, it starts off with that because... The ability for a human being to understand, understand one another, that shit has no limits. So sitting down and using that capacity and it'll help unite us and a lot of other things. And that's empathy and a, a lot of other things, man. Cool. This has been Strange Lunch. So I don't know, John, John do you want to give them any kind of wisdom on, your way, on, on our way out? Mm, wisdom. Or any like good positive message. When you think you can't take a step, take two more. <laughs>